coming up on the Orthopreneur Podcast. If you listen to nothing else in this episode, it's really important that you listen to this and it's why I've put it first. So this is the most important thing you need to know as a writer. Welcome to the Orthopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, mystery author, Amelia D. Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at orthopreneurpodcast.com forward slash podcast. Hello, writers. Now that you've chosen the right point of view for your story, you're finally ready to put pen to page and start writing or outlining a novel, right? No, there's a little more to point of view than first, second or third person. And that's what we're going to discuss in this show. When planning out season three of the podcast, I split the episodes covering point of view into several parts. The first installment, episode TAP039, discusses point of view in writing fiction and the things to consider when choosing the right point of view for your novel. In this second installment, I'll discuss writing from a character's point of view and share how to overcome the biggest mistake many first-time writers make. I'm not saying that I've mastered this technique in any way, shape or form, but I've made mistakes and learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you. Before we get into the content, if you're interested in reading the transcript or would like links to anything that I've mentioned in the show, check out the long blog post or edited transcript at orthopreneurpodcast.com TAP040. If you're on YouTube, you'll notice that I've gone back to the audio-only version of the podcast. This is going to sound like a joke, and I guess because I'm Australian, I'm used to more extreme heat, but we did have a heat wave in, I think it was to me, it felt like all last week, and that was the week I was planning on recording this episode and then pushing it out to the all the podcast platforms. I kept putting it off because I wanted to record the video because I feel like I've found a system that works. But in order to record the video and the audio, actually, I have to close the windows, I have to turn off the fan, I have to close the door, I have to wait for my husband not to be home from work because I can't subject him to the conditions that are that are ripe for recording as in sit there don't breathe don't move oh and do your work it just seems like I don't know spousal abuse that's how that's how it feels so I can't obviously can't record while he's in our office but during the heat wave he was conveniently at work lucky lucky man but I was at home and I was sort of sweating and I couldn't write either. I've got no tips for you on how to write during the heat, especially if you're in a country that isn't used to extreme heat, whereas if you live in Australia or prob- probably places like the Middle East, I guess if you, not everyone can have aircon, but you can move away from your home and go to a place where they have aircon and you can sort of stay out of your home for a while and then come back in the evening when the sun's gone down and open the windows and let the air in and that type of thing. But if you live in a country like England, they're not, the infrastructure just can't cope with heat full stop. There's no, there's no way, nice way of saying that. And so while the houses are great during winter, if you have double glazing, it's not great during summer and it's it, it feels like 
I'm writing in a furnace. And even now, it's Monday the 15th of August as I'm recording this. The heat wave just ended yesterday and it's still really hot because I've obviously had to close up the house so I can record this because I wanted to record this too. This isn't me having a wine, but just to let you know, it's late for that reason. I've also launched a book and I'm working on edits for the next book because I've submitted that book to my editor. And I'm also trying to write into the dark or pants my next thing that I'm writing. So I'm trying with a short story to see how it goes. So when I try it for a novel, I can iron out the kinks. What can I say? I'm, I'm apparently an optimist for this only. Yeah, so this is why, this is the long-winded version of why you don't have the video podcast available. It's just audio. It's It got to the point where I couldn't keep waiting for the weather conditions to be right for me to record. So I just shut the windows and I turn the fan on between segments. But this is why if you watch, if you watch my YouTube channel, you're like, oh, there's no video. It's just audio. Sorry. I really am sorry. I tried to wait, but it just it didn't work out that way. And I've just gone off script. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I want to say a huge thank you for stopping by and trying out my show. To those of you who've been faithfully listening, thank you for regularly listening in and supporting me. Your support means more to me than you know. Without further ado, let's get on with the episode. If you listen to nothing else in this episode, it's really important that you listen to this and it's why I've put it first. So this is the most important thing you need to know as a writer. Everything in a novel is filtered through the point of view character. What the reader experiences is the point of view character's opinion on the setting, events and other characters. Nothing is written outside of this character's perspective. As you're writing, it helps if you can put yourself in the character's shoes or see the world through the character's eyes. And as the author, you are never a part of the point of view. I think that's really important to point out, even though I feel like I'm stating the obvious. So you are to not really have an opinion. It's just the character. Many first-time writers, myself included, tend to interject setting description because it's important and we end up trying to describe everything. Only describe the setting as it impacts or is relevant to the character. It's crucial to describe something the character has an opinion on. For instance, your character might be a hardcore Star Trek fan and thus will probably have an opinion on a Star Wars mug or T-shirt that is owned by another character in the scene. Believe it or not, that's important to describe over a random pillar in the room. That opinion on the Star Wars versus Star Trek thing, if this is a thing your character has, this is actually more important to describe than something else random in the room that doesn't have a bearing on the story. So never disconnect from the point of view character. When you disconnect from the character, the reader will often feel as if there is too much setting and you'll often see these comments from first readers, beta readers, or in reviews if you're brave enough to read them. But I wouldn't read them yourself, get someone else to do it. If you've heard something useful in this episode that was helpful to you and you'd like to support the show, then buy me a coffee for as little as two US dollars at buymeacoffee.com forward slash author Hay. As a writer, you're limited and that's a good thing. You're limited to what your point of view character sees, 
hears, touches, has emotions about, and knows. Let's discuss the concept of knowing something. Technically, everything you know is filtered through your perspective, and the same is true for your character. So if your point of view character was present at a murder, you can only share what they believe to have taken place, not what actually took place. You can't show the truth, only a perspective on what takes place. For instance, your point of view character might witness someone releasing their grip on the murder weapon, then leaving the scene, then conclude based on this information that this person is the killer. But in reality, that person discovered the victim, foolishly gripped the knife and considered pulling it out, then got scared and fled the scene. Your characters are highly biased, not as a literary device but in the same way that you and I are in everyday life. And these things should naturally be filtered into the story. And you can sort of see this if you read a lot of forums, especially celebrity gossip forums, where you have, there'll be like some poor, some, they're not poor, some actor will say something and then there's like a hundred different opinions and the actor said it, off the cuff and these people are really reading into it they're building their conspiracy theories and no one's ever going to know the truth because only the person knows the truth who said it but these all people have an opinion on it and they all swear that their opinion's right it's kind of like that While it's natural to have a perspective on the truth, it's actually really important that you do not withhold information from a reader. It's almost as if you need to become a magician like the movie The Prestige. In that movie, nothing is hidden from the audience. Instead, you're simply distracted by something else that's happening on stage. But all the information is present and the reader is looking at the wrong thing or the audience. The danger in withholding information from the reader is you break that trust and a reader might be less likely to pick up the following story. However, it's different from having an unreliable narrator. The information is present with an unreliable narrator. It's just distorted like with Gone Girl or Girl on the on the train. I know I keep mentioning those novels, but I don't really read a lot of novels with the unreliable narrator trope. So they're the only thing that I can really fall back on because I don't want to start recommending you read books with certain tropes if I haven't first read it and checked it out. But these two I've definitely I have read and they definitely have this unreliable narrator and they're two different types of unreliable narrators. One is a sociopath and the other is she's been gaslit in a very big way and she doesn't, sorry, I've just spoiled the books for you. I've officially done it. Sorry. But these are two very different types of unreliable narrators. In this episode, I thought I would do something a little different and set a writing exercise for you. Write a 300-word scene in either first-person past tense or third-person past tense from the point of view of your main character. Practice filtering the story through a character. Only describe what the character sees, hears, touches, has emotions about, or knows. 
make sure you never leave the character point of view and don't put any plot. Just focus on anchoring the reader in the scene and introducing the character. Like where are they? When is it? Who is this character? Before you start tearing this character's world apart. I hope this episode gives you a basic understanding of writing from a character's point of view and helps you avoid the biggest mistake many first-time fiction writers make. As always, I have an important question for you. Did you do the writing exercise or do you plan on doing the writing exercise? Would you like me to continue setting writing exercises like this? Share your thoughts in the comments section under the blog post, under the video, or over in the Am Writing Fiction Facebook group. There's a link to the Facebook group in the show notes and over on the blog post. In the next episode of the podcast, I will discuss and answer the age-old question, what is a scene? Thanks for listening and happy reading and writing, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Authorpreneur podcast. If you love this episode, then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. I'm your host, Amelia D. Hay, and I'll see you next week for another episode.